been two weeks, so let's both sing a song. One, two, one, two, three, four. Sing, sing me a song. The last that is gone. Say could that last be All right, we're back. It's been two weeks off, which sucked. Like, sucked not having it. Two weeks. I know it's just one week the show wasn't, but you have two full weeks in between episodes, and that feels like a long, long time. time. So, and they they chose the perfect time to grab a gap. I said that usually... Wait, wait, we haven't even said... Who we are. Welcome to Talkin' Outlander. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jimmy. We are your hosts. We're talking Outlander. We got our uh, Scottish beers. Corona. <laughs> Super Scottish. Um, we just watched episode six, I think. It's called A Malcolm is the name of it. And um, it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. It feels like a long time. Really long time in between episodes. They chose... I said to you that like most TV shows schedule like a holiday, like a national holiday, like either Memorial Day, Super Bowl, whatever it is, within their breaks. Like they know that one week they're going to have to skip it. This, I don't know, this wasn't a holiday, but I think Outlander realized, hey, as soon as she goes back in time, let's skip a week because that that'll, is... That'll really um, it's create more tension and... Build the anticipation. Suspension, yeah. Suspension? What did you think of this episode? Yeah. What did you think of this episode? Um. This is tough because you are like ultra nice, super nice, never want to say anything bad ever. And I know that this episode was kind of a bummer. And No, it wasn't a bummer for me. I think it was just a, a little um, corny. Like I've, I love the romance. Obviously, that's a majority of the point of this this story, is the romance. I don't particularly like this, the intercourse scenes. Not because I don't enjoy a good sex scene, but because it's like, you know, the covers of those those romance novels, the cheap, you know, Fabio romance novels. Mm-hmm. It's like that every time. It's just super corny. And they always get these really weird shots of Jamie's face. And then it makes me think, like, am I watching a telenovela right now? A Scottish tele- telenovela? And then uh. it kind of... But then I was really excited that they're going back to... their Like, you can already tell they're going to get into some big adventure soon. Like the olden days. Like the good old days. Yes. I think this episode was a lose-lose. What do we call them? What? Claimy? Uh, or prob- Jer? Probably Claimy. I don't know what the name is. There's probably a name on the internet. I thought... Mm, doesn't matter. We gotta make up our own and we gotta stick to it. Claimy or Jer? Claimy sounds better than Jer to me. Claimy. Claim me. All right. I thought this episode was a lose-lose. Uh, it's so highly anticipated. You so want to see what their conversation is going to be like, how they're going to let each other let each other know, hey, I had this daughter. I uh, raised her. Frank died. He's like, I have a son. He's going to be a prince. How do they get to know each other? You want them just to like, jump in the sack right away. You want them, Then also you want them to take but it slow. But they didn't really build the tension at all. But I thought, I thought it was a lose-lose because nothing was going to seem great. And they had... To, they had to make a full episode about them 
getting back together, seeing each other again. Like, they had to. Right. But it just, in doing that, like, I think if they didn't do it, it would have felt too quick. And people would have been like, what the hell? I want to well, see more. But it felt so dragged out. I felt like To it... the point where they were literally, sorry, to the point where they were literally, like, unbuttoning each other's blouses, button by button. And we were watching yeah. each button. is like, That was Yo, a little excessive. on. That was a little Hurry much. It was, la- it was very comedic. It wasn't, to me, like, it wasn't... Um, it was too slow. Sentimental or romantic. It was like, this is a joke, right? And like, yeah. One hour later, they got three buttons done. Yeah, and like, you're usually, like, I, I would be out earlier. Usually I'm on the edge of my but seat I, like, when they when, start undressing each other. I'm like, yeah, when Katie, get into this. When Katie starts being like, come on, that yeah, means it's really, really taking bad. forever. I was I'm very really, patient. It was really drawn out. What I did like is how they opened up with, we saw Jamie's day like before she comes to him we saw his morning yeah and it they led us on to think maybe he, it wasn't a whorehouse that he was talking to a, a madame yeah he was talking that to was... maybe it was like his wife or i assumed it was his wife and a lover interest and that was cool i assumed it it was never mind go on all right that was that was cool and i loved that we got to see his morning yeah and see Moments them, before Claire arrived. Then when they when he heard her voice, I'm so glad we have to see his face, his, his perspective, reaction, his him perspective. Looking up at her. Because like that moment, I'd 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 take all replays. Like if it was real life and there's cameras everywhere, I'd watch every single angle yeah. and dissect it. So it was cool they gave us more of that. Right. I, like loved that. Yeah, I like that too. I thought the way that they dragged out the episode was kind of a parallel to the when their wedding night, that episode. Which they even said that remember our wedding night. Remember our wedding night. And in my mind, it was like, they really dragged that episode out, too, because I think it was their way of establishing um, that romantic bond, like that that electric connection between them. Uh-huh. Like you just There's like a five-minute scene of just them laying in bed, like touching each other's hands and playing with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and even, it's just sex scene after sex scene after sex scene. And that's just like the wedding night. Even before all that, when he first sees her, right... And he's like kind of in shock, doesn't know what to think. And what you really realize is how vulnerable she is. Because she's got the ring on. She's like, I never took it off. Right. She just put herself out there. Well, because she traveled all the way back in time for him. He could so easily be like... Play hard to get. I fucking moved on, Claire. Yeah, but you know... I know no, you, you know that she knew that that was not an yes. option. She knew that. Well, she's she, hope. Yes, obviously she knew. Like in her heart, she was hearts, nervous. Her but daughter, she was thinking the worst case scenario. But she knew that if that connection was even possible in the first place, that they couldn't lose it that easily. Of course, she knew, and she had the gut feeling. And her she and her, her daughter was even like, "If you feel this way about him, he's still thinking about you that way." But in that moment, I think they did a good job showing us how vulnerable she was because she was like, I'm here. I came back to you. And he was so taken back, which is also normal. Right. Which was kind of cool. Uh, showed both sides of that. Let's talk about, he's got workers working for him that we thought like were homeless living in the printing press that still called him McDub. So we think they're, no, they are definitely from, they were prisoners with him. Yes. I know. They call him McDub. So the prisoners with him. You no, said, like you reckon, I recognize them for the other episodes. Okay. I didn't dis- I didn't say anything opposite of that. You thought they were homeless at the time right now no, living in They the- are homeless. They said they were sleeping in by the docks. Okay. And then that and they're like, "Well, we're sleeping here tonight." Yeah. So then they work night. for him. So he still has connections from the rising in his past. 
I don't know if they work for him, but he was like, okay, well, you're here now, so Deliver do something papers. for me. Yeah. I If there weren't subtitles, I wouldn't understand a fucking thing those dudes said. I mean, context clues, facial yeah, expressions, body language. Then his worker, like, before we saw his side of things last episode, he was like, Jordy, is that you? Is that you? Turns out right. Jordy is like a prude loser. Like, oh my god, you're kissing someone before noon? You are a terrible person. I like quit. kissing someone is like having a drink. I think that was the way of the writers or trying to trick us into that he's married. Like, Jordy was so repulsed because he's a married man. Yeah, I definitely thought it was like he he was suggesting that he was in... Cheating. Coveting thy neighbor. Yeah, he was... Yeah, it was like infidelity. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought too. But now that we know it wasn't infidelity, Jordy's a fucking loser. Yeah, Jordy's kind of... Jordy's like a... He's... <laughs> Before noon, Jordy, get out of here. Go get the ink. You're a loser. <laughs> He's, He's getting the ash, actually. Then uh, she shows him pictures of um, Brianna, which is funny when Brianna. she was, he was like, her name's Brianna, and he was like, what a terrible name. For a wee little lass. <laughs> you think it's because Brianna just wasn't a name back then? Yeah, I think so it he, was because... It was like gibberish to him? That's like, yeah, yeah. It's like if my name was Jimmy and you came from the future and you're like, I named her Gianna. Wait, is that a name? That is a name right now. Gianna's a name? <laughs> yes. That's like if I named my child Boobot. Okay, what if you were like, I named Boobot. I named her Jimmy. I'd be like, what a terrible name for a wee lass. Jimmy? And you're like, well, I named her after you, Jimmy. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> or Jimry. Jimry. That's what it was for him. Yeah. Brian, that's what I'm saying. Brianna, he completely was like, that's not a fucking name. <laughs> you okay, weirdo. You fucking witch. <laughs> you should never name a child again. <laughs> If we have another one, I'm naming it. And then they showed pictures of the bikini. He's like, yo, yo, yo. Yeah, yo. he's like, I don't want to see my child naked as an, as an adult woman. What is that about? And she's like, no, it's normal. He's like, I, okay. I feel like even a modern day father would probably be repulsed by that. He'd be like, uh, no, you're covering up. I mean, again, to put it in modern times, if me and you have a, a kid, you come back from the future and just show me like, Nude pictures? Like, that's no, totally normal. I'd no, like, everyone's naked in the future. No one wears clothes. I'd be like, oh. Still don't want to see it. Not a fan. <laughs> cur- not normal here. Currently, I'm in 1786. Bikinis aren't a thing here, so I'm not just going to accept that right. so wildly. Anyway. Right, right, right. That was good. They got through all that. He was like, I have a son, died in childbirth, I didn't love her, blah, blah, blah. They, they kind of bust through that. It's cool. Whatever. Um, what I did like about this episode was at the beginning, Claire was so vulnerable, like we're saying, she's very vulnerable. And every time he had to go somewhere, like I have to go here, I have to talk with this guy, I have to do this. They, the writers, the director took a beat, right? Like, right. I have to go here, took a beat, showed Claire's face and she's so vulnerable. And she's then, so scared. Well, yeah, and then he she, turns and goes, come with me. Like, yeah. with, whatever they say in Scottish, yeah. it's not with, it's with me, with me. Come with me. <laughs> Stop. The the subtitles say W I, Poshmina, you know, with me. Anyway, and she was like, with me. Yeah, and she was so relieved. <laughs> she was so relieved, like, okay, good, because I do not want to be not with you. Like, no matter right. what. Sh- and even to the point where he was like, I live in a whorehouse. I live in a brothel, but you're fucking. You're not leaving my side. Right. Like, and she was like, and he immediately he started introducing her to other people as his wife. Which was left the Which kind of threw her off too. And the viewer because we thought maybe he was remarried. Like or he was whatever, trying to hide something. That's exactly. And he was like, nope, nope. He's um, 
But I thought that was cool because you saw the relief in her eyes. You saw the desperation, like, don't leave me. Right. I don't want to be alone. I don't, I don't like... want to be alone. And then you saw the relief when he was like, come with me. But I have to say, I don't like seeing Claire vulnerable because she's always been a very strong female lead. Not to say that strong women can't be vulnerable, but, obviously. Uh, yeah, but all, all strong people are vulnerable All vulnerable, times. exactly. And they're okay with being... But for me, it was like really hard to see her so like timid and, and afraid when she's always kind of just taken the lead and, and, you know, bossed men around. I agree, but that's, I think, part of the point, like... Her going back in time for this was right. It's such a big, such a big leap that she becomes and, vulnerable. And, She's so right. vulnerable from it. You're right. What you're if it's right. a mistake? I think no, that, I agree. It's just my my mind is like, oh Claire, I want, I want that feisty Claire back. I want that Claire that doesn't take shit. And right. the Claire that knows that your husband's an opium dealer now. Come on. Mm. <laughs> Alright, we can jump to Smuggling that. Smuggling brandy and whiskey and we're gonna, cognac. So we're yeah, gonna, right. We're gonna jump right to that. We both think like. I mean, uh, his friend Willoughby, Chinese, Chinese was where opium came from. And that was the nineteenth, early nineteenth century. Was the big beginning yeah. of the opium trade. Um, we didn't read the books. I mean, if you're a first time listener to Talking Outlander, we didn't have not read the do books. We really have to say this every time we do this. Yeah, we have to introduce ourselves. We have to tell us. We should have. So said, we should just say instead of saying hi, I'm Caitlin. Just say hi, I'm an Outlander fan who did not read the books. We'll say that at the beginning of next time. But yeah, okay. so uh, it clearly. Feels like he's in the opium trade, well, which is cool because that's a lot of money. And uh, he just said liquor, brandy. But again, like, why would he lie to her? Like, of all the fucking shit they trusted upon each other, he wouldn't lie. But it seems like he's lying and he's dealing in opium. Well, can uh, can I ask? You're a historian major, so you would know this, right? Yeah. Why were they smuggling alcohol? Just. To avoid taxation, or yeah, I would. Oh, okay, yeah, I would think to avoid taxation. Well, because I, if my first thought was like prohibition. <laughs> I'm like, wait, they didn't have a prohibition. No, that wasn't for a long time. <laughs> now I know. How about this? I know, that was really oh, stupid. we'll backtrack a little bit. They brought uh, Fergus back to us. Fergus, as in like an adult now. As an adult. I mean, we saw last time we saw him, he was probably like. 12, so it's probably like 22, yeah. 22 to 26, I would give that range. No, Mid- 20 years has passed, so he'd have to be 32. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, he didn't seem that old. No, he didn't. He was... Well, you don't seem young- as old as you are. 54. Youngest, youngest Fergus was, when he got his hand cut off, youngest I'd give him oh, was did, 10 years old. Did you get a good look at his new hand? I would. Creepy. I would just go with a nub. Wait, <laughs> like, so... Putting your hand out to introduce yourself. <laughs> so you agree... Oh, that, no thanks. You agree that the youngest he could be when he got cut off was 10? <laughs> Uh, I think he was older. I think it was. Uh, I think he was older too, but youngest the, we would allow ourselves to believe ten. Twelve. Twelve. So he's got to be thirty-four now. Anyway, uh, old Fergus, uh, the actor, uh, just not the same charm as young Fergus. No. And it was very brief. He, the actor and the writer, and has a lot of time to make up for that. But right now, that was not no. the Fergus we know and love. That was just an awkward guy. Right. Fergus. Pizzazz, well, I, I don't want to write him off just yet. Like maybe he'll, he'll. We'll give him a chance, but that we'll was. Give him a chance. That was. He's not a bad-looking actor. He, yes, he but kind like, of looks like he could be. Personality-wise, that was not Fergus. No, because didn't do young Fergus. Well, maybe after Fergus got his hand amputated or cut off. He's a man of leisure. He's like. Nah. He's uh, changed so drastically. He also went through puberty. Oh my. 
How about Jamie, Jamie seeing a zipper for the first time? <laughs> that was... I, <laughs> how about... How about I, that was funnier than him seeing a photograph for the first time. How about Claire spending all this time on this outfit? <laughs> Batman, Batman, all this time on this outfit, and Jamie didn't even notice it. You even appreciate the time and effort. Most girls would be pissed, like, hey, uh, Jamie, I spent like... Don't uh, throw that on the floor, you dick. I spent three hours making this outfit out of a raincoat to make it look like I belonged here. You don't even, like, bad an eye. I also got a haircut you didn't notice. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Instead, he just looks at the zipper and she's like, you just pull it down. <laughs> I know that we're, we are ingrained in zipper culture as people of the, of the, the now, but if you see a zipper and don't understand what it's doing, that seems a little What's bizarre. What's this? What's that metal What do thing? I do with this? What are, the op- what are the options besides pull it down? <laughs> Jamie's immediate response, though, was, you rip it off like a man, Jamie. Yeah, just rip that shit. Anyway, I mean, if if they were, like, dying, uh, I, I thought it would be more believable if they just fucking attacked each other to, like, have sex right. for the first time than to go that slow. They went way too slow. And then they're like, remember that our was just, wedding night? That was we very were, much just we pleasing. We were so scared. And it's like, yeah, but how many times have you banged in between then and now? It was pleasing the the adult female audience going that slow. It was very... I mean, I didn't enjoy it. And I'm an adult female. You're not an adult Almost female. adult female. Almost the adult part. What else happened? Holy what else? What else happened this episode? Uh, we think he's smug. We he says he's smuggling liquors. We think he's smuggling more. I she hate. dines with the pros, the hookers, and uh, she, she kind of breakfast gets a, with the hookers, she and she's just like, oh, okay. She kind of gets a kick out of it. They were saying some interesting things. I really thought they were just gonna throw her out to the. To the male customers, like, all right. As non-book you go re- first. as a non-book reader, I don't know how this went in the book, but there was a lot of excuses for the art department in this episode. She's like, I dyed my hair black so I wouldn't look as old, aka they don't want to dye her hair gray every single episode, so her hair is oh, black right. now. She's like, How'd you how are you in such good shape for a forty year old you look so good, aka they don't he's, wanna... he's a young actor and he's in his late twenties and well, he's not gonna get out of shape for this role. Right. So just accept that he's still in good shape for forty. But I also imagine they wanted to keep that I mean yes physical Oh yes, when appeal when her alive boobs were revealed, she... I was interested if she was like an old actual Right. Although her no, I won't say anything. Wow, we mean? I thought they no. were nice. Oh, no, they're beautiful. She's beautiful. She's got a perfect bod. Oh, how about that? Killer her, bod. How about that? Her hair was looking good for, for the first time this season. I did not like her hair like that. All, all curly? It looks like a clown. She ah, was... curly. Looks like she's wearing a wig. No, it was, it was great. It's great. Finally, he has to leave her, and like it's the first time at the end of the episode where he says, come with and uh, he can't. He's like, I have to leave you because he's got to go do some shit. And then uh, Jenny... Some shady shit. Jenny and Ian's son? Son, yeah. He comes, comes into in. the room. And he's like, I thought you were a white witch. No, he said you... the, the ladies around... Um, said you were uh, like a, a white... A fairy. White a white magic. lady. Went back to where the fairies were. I thought that was so cute. It was very pointed. It was very like, true. Like, yes, she did. Yeah, pretty much. She's a fucking well, witch. She went back to the he, future and now it, she's back. She's... That's very true. Well, just, I like that they keep to that theme of of the Scottish, um, 
fairies, folklore. The folklore and the superstition of that time. Like, they truly, well, not they truly believed in, but that was a superstition. Like, we believe in bad luck or omens or Mm. ghosts. They believed in fairies. Fairies and... All the same words. All the same thing, different words. Right, right. But that's their... And they've definitely always had... In every... Well, there's only been... This is only the third season. But in all three seasons, they've had a hint of that superstition uh-huh. in each one. Yeah. First first of all being the whole Craig Nadoon uh-huh. fairy gathering or the pagan gathering. So, uh... The uh, baby in the woods. Do you guys remember that episode? That was heartbreaking. Do you remember that? Faith? His baby? No, no, no. The baby that she found in the woods and they explained how families would, if they if their babies were born with any abnormalities because they didn't understand it then they would assume that a fairy had taken their baby and given them a i think they called them a uh something i don't remember what they called them now i can't think of it but they would like leave that baby in the woods for the fairies to trade back and the babies would die in the woods that was terrible you don't remember that episode of her finding the baby in the tree no but i watched the whole first season like uh, one after the other. I binged it. Oh. So I don't know. I didn't do that. Um, okay, I think that's all for this episode. I am excited now. I was excited. Wait, what about the last scene? What was the last scene? Are you kidding me? What She's about it? to get raped. Oh, yeah, that dude comes in because he's part of the opium trade. He's probably in debt to people, and that guy is a debt collector. And, I mean, Jamie's going to. Oh, the next episode's going to open up, and Jamie's going to be, like, saving her. Or someone's going to save her. I'd really love for no man to just swoop in. I'd really love to see all the sex workers in the brothel come up and just be like, you fuck no, not in our brothel. I doubt that. Maybe the brothel, Janine or Jean, 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 whatever her name is, maybe Madame she helps Jean. out. I would think uh, maybe... Uh, she come in with like a, a rifle. Maybe Ian, maybe whatever. the nephew comes in. Maybe Fergus comes in. Someone's going to save her, I would think. But it'd be really cool if it wasn't Jamie or a man. If it were like another... I get what you're saying. That would follow the motif of the show. But someone's going to save her. Then she's going to be like, Jamie, what the fuck? You're in some deep shit. And he's going to be like, yeah, I lied to you earlier about the brandy and liquor. It was heroin. Uh, Opium. Opium. Yeah. That's what I think. But who knows? I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. Mm, So I guess so. I think I'm right. All right. That's all. This episode uh, is good. It's another step forward, but I feel like next week we are officially like this. I thought this week was going to be the official, the start of the new storyline, but it wasn't. We were still interim. They meet each other. They say hi. They have sex for like 25 minutes, unbutton each other's shirts. Very slow, uh, which is fine. I, I think oh, they were in a rock and hard place making this episode because they had. Very hard place. <laughs> they, they had to. They had to pay a lot of attention to them meeting each other, telling each other what their lives have been very subtly, blah, 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 blah. This entire episode, I was just cracking really corny jokes to myself, entirely to myself, and laughing hysterically. Jimmy's looking at me like I'm a freak. So, all in all, it was a good episode. I had a good laugh. It was a great episode. All right. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Talking Outlander. We'll be back next week. Outlander. Outlander. If you want to hear us talk about, what did we talk about on Just Talking this week? Katie and I do another a podcast called Just Talking, presented by John Boy. 
where we just talk about life stuff and uh, we do deep dives into social things. We did Bader Meinhof phenomenon. Yes. Which is when you learn something new. Don't tell them. Well, they have to go to the podcast to no, find no, out. No, it's when you learn something new and then that comes up everywhere else in life. Like You, you don't learn... leave any mystery. You don't leave any guessing. You could have been like, it's so cool. If you're and like, everyone should know about this. You should go check it out. What she said. And Thanks, then guys. Unless I'm just guess. Yeah. Or go to or the podcast. If you're like, it's about Bader Meinhof phenomenon, they're like, don't know what that is, don't care. When yeah, so when don't you, give them an opportunity to not care and like sucker them into when you learn, something they don't care about. It's when you learn something or see something for the first time and then you see it everywhere. Thank you for listening to Talking Outlander. <laughs> go Claire. Go Jamie. Um, go, Claimy. Go Opian. Claimy. Thank you for listening. One, two, one, two, three, no. four. Sing I don't want me a song of a lass. Say could that lass be I. Mary of soul, she sailed on a day over the sea to sky. Billow and breeze, islands and seas, mountains of rain and sun. All that was good, all that was fair, all that was me is gone. Thank you.